0: I know that me just putting energy into this is going to lead to good things and make me feel amazing. I'm not as attached to the outcome of any given project or product or program that we do as long as it continues to build the community and receive my energy.
1: Hello and welcome. My name is Brent Weaver and this is the Digital Agency Show. Podcast that goes behind the scenes with today's top agencies and entrepreneurs. I am really glad you're here. And once again, it's time to transform your business mindset. Hey, what's up podcast listeners, digital agency owners, welcome to another episode of the Digital Agency Show. I'm your host, Brent Weaver, and today we're hanging out with Dan Russell. Dan has been on the program before, so we're welcoming him back, and Dan is the founder of Hama, a social network for the personal growth community. As the leader and gatekeeper of Hama, Dan helps organize experiences and content that help community members move forward in their personal growth journeys. Which is a little bit of a pivot from his former business as a CRO a agency. Bit. Yeah, a little little pivot. little
0: pivot. So we're gonna be talking about that from CRO from CRO to personal growth and enlightenment. Like
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes. So it's there's 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 a there's a story there. There's a, a transformation, and we'll get to learn about that on the show today. So
0: welcome back, Dan. Thank you, man. I'm glad to be back, and uh, thank you to your listeners for having me. So when did um, when did you launch Hama? Uh, I started it, well, officially launched it July of this year. Um, so just a couple months ago, I was working on it for maybe six or seven months before that. So just the beginning of this year, I had the the idea for it on the tail end of, of, of last year of 2022. And, um, I, I purposefully took a lot of time to, Flesh out the concept and uh, and decide what it was going to be, what this like idea was going to how it was going to manifest, and um, yeah, it was uh, just just this past July, which is kind of crazy. So, is it a? I guess give us like the hundred foot view, so right? right? Now,
1: like, is it a? Is it an app? Yeah. Is it a community? Is it just a website? Is it events?
0: Like, tell me a little bit more about Hama. So, so, so right now it's an app. It's a it's an online private social network. The vision for the business, and this is where, this is where it started, and this is where it's going. This is where the idea started, and this is where the actual business model is going, is to have physical, in-person social clubs that people can meet up at and spend time together and meet their neighbors and take part in big group dinners and uh, neighborhood-wide events that are highly curated and, uh, you know, have the best people, you know, coming and and taking part in discussions and and even ceremonies and uh, stuff that just our neighborhoods don't really have anymore. The reason that this idea came up was that I was really kind of reflecting on how decentralized society has become, especially post-COVID, you know, People don't really know their neighbors anymore, and uh, when we do meet up in social settings, we're drinking alcohol or watching a sports game, and and you know, in many ways, not really being super present. And my own personal growth journey has has really highlighted the importance of presence and and being in the present moment and connecting with other people and the value of that human connection. So I want to I wanted to curate a place where that happens. And where people are excited to go, sort of... I don't know if you're familiar with um, Soho House. You know, it's like a private membership club. They have locations all over the world. I kind of wanted to create that, but merged with like a meditation center and yoga studio. And and so I had this vision and I thought, all right, well, I'm not going to go out and get, you know, $100 million in funding and try and like build these in-person things from, from scratch and expected to succeed. I, I just knew that wouldn't work. I needed to build the community first. And that's where the current stage of the company is at. It's, it's uh, growing a community of people who want to have conversations exclusively exclusively about personal growth. I mean, I, you and I are, are both really familiar with the business networking space and we find all sorts of excuses to go to amazing places and locations around the world to spend time with people and talk business because it's a great excuse to go to wherever it is and, and have a good time and spend time with really good people. And I, so I wanted to create that kind of environment, but without the the business angle and really go deep on personal growth, spirituality, personal mastery, enlightenment, you know, in any of the forms that it takes. So uh, that's where the idea originated from and why it's currently in the form that it is. Okay. so So in terms of, I guess, how do you... How do you get the
1: right people into a? Because it's private group, so you have to have some type of application or vetting process.
0: Well, right now it's it's free and open to the public. So what I mean by private is that it's behind closed doors, and it's not like a Facebook group. It's not a, you know, WhatsApp channel or or just something like that. It's it's a. Uh, a place where you can go, and your conversations are stored, you know, on private servers, and you can have intimate and vulnerable conversations. Like we have integration circles every month for people who have just come out of, you know, deep healing experiences, and they're able to share things that they probably wouldn't share on like a public channel. And so that's what, one of the reasons I created that in a in a private that sort of like private sphere. And the only the only requirement to get in is that you signed this member promise, and you, which basically says um, I'm going to give my all to the group, and I'm going to respect the the confidentiality of the space, and you know not share. It's the same as if you were signing up for like an EO forum or some other you know close knit intimate mastermind. Um, that's the same sort of energy that I I have people bring to it and it's just for for confidentiality purposes and commitment purposes. Is is there any um I guess
1: just the fact that it's free, I mean EO right has some qualification standards sure. and a yeah. and a fee, it's not super expensive but it's also not cheap. So you mm-hmm. know, thousands of dollars. I guess how are you how are you curating that um that membership if you are at all? Yeah. I've got like
0: a couple part answer to that one because I gave it a lot of thought before before I launched it. I was like, "Do I do this paid?" Like it kind of feels icky to come right out of the gate and say, "Hey, like pay me a monthly fee for this sort of this thing that doesn't exist right now and you know (laughs) like hasn't been proven." I wouldn't sign it. I wouldn't pay for it. So uh, I made it free for for that reason as well as I'm kind of like running this long term experiment on treating a this community as like an expansion of my mailing list where like i have a i have a like an email list and you know I send out emails once or twice a week with you know very thoughtful articles and you know on personal mastery and you know all, all the adjacent topics but uh, we also have events that we like, like online events that we host, we have chats that are going on in the group. And so I use that newsletter to highlight what's going on in the community and drive more people into that, that uh, the the private area. So in many ways, it's like, it's a form of deeper interaction than just having a newsletter. Uh, and once they're in there, then they have access to all those other things. And eventually we'll have paid programs that we that we launch. But yeah, right now it's kind of in the experimental phase and see to see like how people like getting just the normal emails versus having that option of a deeper experience and and a a place to go. And and like whenever they think, oh, like where was that thing that Dan sent a couple of months ago on this? Like they know where to go. There's a repository, there's a single location that all that content exists rather than Oh well, I'm going to try and go over here on Instagram, or I'm going to go over here for you know on Facebook or whatever YouTube. And I'm still doing all that stuff, but just from a like psychological standpoint, I I I really like the idea of having that central repository and the community that's built around it because when I have an email broadcast, I have it exists in the community too, and there's comments on it. So like the level of interaction is just that much greater.
1: Yeah. Cloudways is excited to offer our listeners a fifty dollars hosting credit in addition to their amazing benefits of their agency partner program. For more details, head over to ugurus slash cloudways or use promo code d a s c w when signing up. Let's get back to our show. So tell us about like the so this is this is your your new new thing. Yeah. your former thing, CRO agency. Are you still running that business at any level whatsoever or have you completely like pulled no, the plug?
0: I had I had to kick the door shut on okay. that one. And it actually required it required the help of my wife who's who's also been on this show. Melanie Spring when I was getting to the point of realizing that I I was kind of like I was I was ready to do the next thing. And if anybody here who's listening and you rent, like if you like, you've probably gotten to the point in life where you're like, okay, I'm kind of ready for like the next thing. I'm ready to see what else I can do and what else is out there. And sometimes opportunities come along that are adjacent to what you're doing. And other times, which is what I experienced, opportunities come along that are completely a 180-degree turn from anything that you've spent your time or career on. And so I, I started getting to that point and I was, just, I was just doing my own work, internal work and just answering those tough questions like, why am I here? What, what, uh, what am I here for? What am I best suited to... to how am I best suited to serve others? And <clears throat> it became more and more apparent that the work that I had done for almost a decade in the marketing world... Had delivered a lot of value to a lot of people, but it wasn't filling my cup anymore. And I I wasn't getting up in the morning thinking, oh my God, I'm so excited to jump into work today. And so that's when I began to go down the path of ideating and really going deep and thinking about what it is that I wanted to do. So, yeah, it was a, and it was difficult too. Like I had to tell myself, I have to, I have to close the door 100%. On this business, and I have to close it down in order for this next thing to work. Because I knew that I would have clients being, you know, reaching out saying, "Hey, are you? You know, can you can you jump into this project?" And you're like, "Hey, can you do this little thing for me? Are you willing to?" Which happened, and were it not for the commitment that I had made, saying, "I like I can't do it. I can't do anything else. I have plenty of people to refer you to." I really needed to resist that temptation to jump back in to marketing because I was good at it. I could make money doing it. People knew that I was good at it. I had built up a brand and a reputation. So it took a lot of discipline to say no to those, to to that old business and and say, yes, I'm 100% freaking all in on this new thing.
1: Yeah. What's the, I guess, um, I mean, going from old business to new business, and and the current, I mean, I mean, Hama is a free community.
0: Mm-hmm. I assume
1: there's a there's a revenue model there. I mean, a business that has to there has to be a yeah. mechanism somewhere in there to make money. Um, has that emerged yet, or is it is it something that you're still yes. kind of yeah? So
0: there is a there is an arm of the business that uh, deals with in person events. Okay, so we host retreats in Florida. Uh, about once a month, Melanie and I co-host them. So she ha- she has her business and is very, very good at hosting retreats through her business confidencia. and those are all de- dealing in the realm of finding your purpose and, and uh, like building the infrastructure for that next thing that you're going into, actually very similar to the journey that I just went through. So I've learned a lot from her around how to host a spectacular in-person retreat. So I took basically all the stuff that I was working on for the content for Hama in terms of the personal growth curriculum and the philosophy, like our whole, you know, mission statement and purpose page on the website, you know, outlines all of that and take that into an experience where people come for four days and go through that process with us and then leave feeling like, you know, they've... Healed past trauma. They've been able to deal with something that's really been bugging them lately or get past a block that's been, been plaguing them. So the, those events started actually before the online portion of the community started. And so we've, we've been doing that the whole time. And, uh, so we were ca- we were cash flow positive from day one. But I also know like in my head, that's not a super scalable model and i'm not going to be building the business around like doing retreats for thousands and thousands of people it's just something that fills me up and i know that it's a it's a great experience for people the community being free right now is the long term play and I, that's where i want millions and millions of people to to be part of
1: yeah that's cool was it i guess how did it it sounds like you you did some personal work through this process were mm-hmm. you i guess did you have any kind of Doubts? Maybe you're still like, I guess. Where, where are you at in terms of like, hey, was this a good move or was this like a, uh, is this something we're still like seeing or the, how the yeah. chips fall or how how is that going for you?
0: I took a completely different approach to this business as I did from the last one, which is I know that me just putting energy into this is going to lead to good things and make me feel amazing, and so. I'm not as attached to the outcome of any given project or product or program that we do as long as it continues to build the community and receive my energy. That's a far cry from when I had started my agency, which was... And I was actually just writing a post about this. um, I was 22 or 23 years old. I had no money and I was not able to separate failure from scarcity. So... Failure meant you're not, you're going to lose your place. You're going to not have money for food. You're not going to be able to do the things that you want to do and 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 live. It was a threat. Like failure was a threat. And now I'm looking at it from a completely different perspective, which is regardless of whether or not any given thing that I work on is a success or a failure, I'm enjoying doing it, and I know that even if it fails, something fails that I'm that I'm doing. I'm going to learn from it, and then the company is going to be better as a result. What that took a lot of work yeah. to get to that. Like, like what's, some that of, took a lot of
1: what's some of the work that is, is that a, I mean, I assume a lot of that's internal, but some of it has to be external. Like you have to have at least a basic level of cushion in order to maybe take risks or feel like you can have yeah. that freedom to learn from those mistakes, right? If I don't have any yeah. revenue coming in, if I don't have any savings, then, you know, feeling like, oh, hey, yeah. failure is yeah. failure. Like, you know, I can just imagine somebody listening to this show going like, well, that must be nice for those two dudes, right? Like maybe I don't feel like I could take huge risks with like a family or with like, you know, bills being, you know, due soon or employee payroll yeah. or whatever. Um, I guess what, what, what had to happen in an external level and what had to happen at in an internal level for you to have that, that, that flip?
0: The, the biggest thing that I, I flipped was the way I describe it is and it's so funny that we're talking about this because i i literally just like wrote a 2000 word post about this so i've actually given it a lot of thought <laughs> i was calling it in this post a, a scarcity loop like i would get caught in these scarcity loops all the time because all i was thinking about was how i don't have enough of x i don't have enough clients i don't have enough money i don't have enough time i don't have enough whatever and those loops would get stronger and stronger and reinforce themselves despite my conscious inner work of I am present and abundant and I all of the opportunities and money are available to me at any time. <laughs> like affirmations and visualizations. and I was doing all that stuff. But uh, it actually wasn't until I started to... Actually, when Melanie and I met um, and I started spending time ar- around... Her and we started working together as like accountability, like abundance buddies. And I had my areas of scarcity, she had her areas of scarcity, but they weren't the same areas of scarcity. And so, when I was feeling down and like, oh, this isn't going to work, and I'm just going to fail you, and blah, 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 she would be able to pull me out of that, and vice versa. And so, our relationship became this 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 like abundance loop reinforcing sort of you know energy matrix or whatever you want to call it i think that's probably the biggest thing that changed you know there was you know there was a, a significant period of time where the the outward kind of um you know situation wasn't really changing that much meaning we were still like in the same sort of financial situation. We were still sort of like figuring out what each of our businesses were going to do post-COVID. And, you know, so this was even like, you know, up until like a year and a half, two years ago. And then, but along the way, we were we were pulling each other out of these scarcity loops and, you know, just like getting back into that abundance mindset and starting to not only believe... But feel that these opportunities were out there for us, and this money was out there for us, and this, you know, we have the time to do everything that we want. And so, once we embodied that feeling of abundance around our home, or our travels, or our relationship, or our nutrition and diet, or workout, or money, or whatever, then our behavior started to change. To reflect that embodiment, if that makes sense. So, you know, it just sinks into the subconscious. So it took a while, but, you know, it got to the point where, you know, something, something would happen to us that would normally have thrown us into a scarcity loop. Like we got a big tax bill, for example. And instead of thinking, oh God, like, really <laughs> especially when it's unexpected <laughs> um instead of instead of like going down i i was chatting with melanie about it thinking man you know let's really think about this you know th- yeah it's 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 a lot of money but how cool is it that we live in a country that we get security and healthcare and we are, you know, our grandparents are taken care of and our kids are going to school and blah, blah, blah. i say what you want about the government. But like, we live in a safe place that, that has access to food. It's a great country. And all we have to do in order to get that is pay money. How cool. And so we flipped it into gratitude. So stuff like that starts to to happen more and more. And it doesn't get us down. We just move on to the next thing and start like, close the next big deal. And, you know, all right, we just need to make more money. (laughs) Like, we can do that. Yeah. We know how to do that.
1: Was there just like a little voice in your mind that was like, "Ah, (laughs) big tax bill? Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's
0: always the like, well, yeah, okay. I would definitely rather have that money in the bank, bank account. But um, that just goes back to things you can't control. Yeah. And any, any amount of thought that I put into, you know, trying to control that is just wasted energy.
1: Hey, agency owners, are you looking for a strategic and reliable white label partner to scale your agency business? E2M is the number one white label partner for digital agencies when it comes to website design, web development, e-commerce, SEO, and content writing. E2M is trusted by over 150 agency partners and has been providing white label services for the last 10 years. Their team has over 170 experts and is on a mission to help 500 agencies increase their revenue and profit margins with impactful white label services. Check out their transparent and flexible white label pricing at e2msolutions.com forward slash uGurus. That's www.e2msolutions.com forward slash U-G-U-R-U-S. E2M is currently running a special discount for 10% off for your first three months. Check it out now. It's available for a limited time. And there's that like, you can be present to something, but then also choose kind of which narrative you want to play in your mind. Or, you know, I I think for a lot of people, they don't ever play that abundant track. They just play the scarcity track and they don't ever think about it from that abundant mindset. I I know at least for myself, and it sounds like maybe you're similar where it's like, it's hard for me to not have that scarcity track play in my mind, but I have to just be like present to like, oh crap, there it goes again. Right. Like my mind, yeah. like it has to get it out. Sometimes it's like, I just have yeah. to like write it out. And then once it's like out of my head, I'm like, okay, cool. Like, what's a better way to look at the situation? Is there a different possible, you know, truth or, or, or reality that I could, I could look at this through a different lens or different perspective. And then it's like, that's where, you know, maybe that, that, that more positive or energizing force can come into
0: play. Um, 100%. And the more you do that, and the more you have that awareness of the scarcity track and that voice that's saying, oh, what's going to happen in so worst case scenarios, all that stuff, the, the more you do that and notice it, the more you have control over turning the volume up on the abundance track. Right. Like our, when people, when people talk about, you know, in, in, in the woo woo world, like evolving consciousness and like raising your vibration, that's all talking about rising above that lizard brain. That's only paying attention to the threats and the tigers, like the, the sympathetic nervous system response and panic and cortisol stress hormone release. All of that happens and we can't really avoid that from happening. But we can avoid where our attention goes. And if we can, or we can't control where our attention goes. And over time, if we master our attention, then we can pay attention to the things that bring us into parasympathetic and rest and digest and like, oh my God, everything is really, really awesome. Not in a delusional way, but from a perspective of, this is happening for me, rather than this is happening to me. There's nothing I can do, and I'm never going to be able to escape.
1: What advice would you give to somebody that might be in that scarcity loop?
0: There's two. I think there's two things that you can do to to loop, to escape that loop. And the first one, which is kind of the the solo trap, is to begin. Doing the things that I was t- saying earlier, like the mindfulness techniques, body work, meditation, breath work, psychedelics—if you're into psychedelics—start uh, doing that. You know, and in, 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 having those practices <clears throat> that allow your body to pull back into that rest and 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 heal mode, so you're not constantly thinking about all the worst things that can happen, and from that place, build a plan. And that's a hard thing to do because it requires a lot of discipline and a lot of self-awareness. The second way is what I was describing earlier and having like this abundance buddy where you both pull each other out of those loops when you get into them and eventually get into that once again, like rest and digest and heal mode and once again, build a plan. And and start changing the behavior. The the behavior change is the most important part after the getting into that, you know, restful state because nothing happens unless you make a decision and take action on that decision. But you can't make a decision from a place of abundance if you are living in scarcity.
1: Love it, Dan. This is so good, man. I I, I know you're you're moving more into your your space, right? I can tell, man, you you seem like you're on fire with Hama and in uh, exactly. your events. And it seems like you're living in a place of of abundance, which is super cool. Do you have a couple seconds to stick around for our lightning round? Yeah, let's do it. What is the best advice you've ever received?
0: Best advice I ever received was a video from Warren Buffett probably like 12 or 15 years ago on, on some videos, probably before YouTube, um, where he was saying that true leaders bring out the best in their people. And so I've always remembered that. And I I consider that advice because it guides a lot of the decisions that I make. And I forgot that lesson, you know, for for a period of time and had to come back to it. Um, but that was a that was the best one I got.
1: Which of your personal habits has contributed most to your success?
0: I would say well, first thing that comes to mind is my my early adopter obsession with all things all things new. Uh, I really like to stay on the cutting edge of things and master them. It's one of the reasons that you know I was I got so technically proficient in uh, my agency. And one of the things that it's one of the things that really keeps me going is just staying staying on the cutting edge and knowing what's new out there.
1: Can you share an internet resource, tool, or an app that you've been
0: using that you think our listeners would find valuable? I've been loving Todoist lately. Um, I've come back to it a couple of times over the years and uh, I've now completely 100% committed to it. I've always hated to do management apps and this one has by far and away like blown me out of the water and ha- had me have it's had me really, really productive in on my productive days and the parts of my calendar that I'm doing work. And that's T O I S T. T-O-D-O-I-S-T.
1: Very good. And what book would you recommend for our listeners? Oh,
0: right now I'm reading the. <laughs> this is gonna sound so obscure. I'm reading the autobiography of Charlie Chaplin. And I there's a longer story into why I'm reading it, but it is a fast hit that man has a fascinating, fascinating story. And he lived in a completely different time that is just mind-blowing to read. So um there's a lot of good lessons in there and I've been really, really enjoying it. So I do recommend it.
1: Very cool. We will link out to the autobiography of Charlie Chaplin as well as Todoist. I think that's the second time Todoist was recommended on our show in the last few months. So nice shout out to them. If you haven't checked that out, definitely take a look at it. You'll also find other takeaways, key Uh, points, nuggets, quotables, all that good stuff over at our website. So if you haven't checked out YouGurus in a while, go to yougurus.com slash podcast. If you listen to this week of, you're going to see Dan's image up at the top. Click on Dan and you'll get a link back to his previous interview so we can see what his answers were in the last lightning round. And uh, we'll also link out to those resources. Dan, is there anything that you have for our audience? Anything that they can check out?
0: Yeah, I would invite everybody to to check out the Hama community. It's it's free and open and would love to if you are on the personal growth path and would love to be part of a community that's having discussions around topics that normally only get discussed in church and uh you know late night at the dinner table when everybody's drunk. But uh everybody is sober and nobody's talking about, you know, shoving your God doctrine down your throat. So <laughs> if that's something that's really speaks to you, then we would love to have you as part of the community. That's uh, Hamasocial.com.
1: Very cool. We will link out to your website on those show notes and definitely check out the community. It looks like you have some uh, retreats coming up. I know you have one starting uh, yep. tomorrow, tomorrow, but this episode Great. probably won't go out for a few weeks. So uh, so check out his website, Hamasocial.com. If you need that link, if you're out on a run or on the road, just go to YouGurus.com click on podcast, click on Dan's episode and we'll link out to Hama Social. Uh, We'll link out to the event calendar. Um, We'll also link out to, so you can sign up for Dan's email list, probably his social stuff so you can get some fans and followers. If you want to check out what Dan's up to, just go to our show notes page and you'll get all that stuff in one nice neat package. Dan, thank you so much for stopping by the program today.
0: Thank you. This has been really fun. Always a great to catch up with you, man.
1: And that's it for this week's episode of the Digital Agency Show. Stay tuned each and every week for more great content coming to you to help you grow your digital agency so you can achieve freedom in business and life. Until next time, I'm Brent Weaver. we put together an agency accelerator package for agency owners and growing freelancers looking to scale. We've got all kinds of free resources like the 39 Lead Gen Strategies Checklist, our $20,000 website proposal template, live trainings hosted by yours truly, free access to our community group, and much, much more. Get access now and dive in at yougurus.com forward slash agency. That's yougurus.com forward slash agency.